Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, we are beginning a three-part series all about expectations within relationship, and we take you through some very structured questions that help you and your partner understand, like, what are the expectations? What are healthy ones? What are ones that might not support a loving and connected relationship? So today, the first five expectations that you and your partner want to discuss to bring you closer together. Hello, all, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin. So today, we really wanted to kind of go through one of our exercises that we take our couples through pretty early on in the relationship renovation process, and it's around managing expectations in your relationship and really just having that discussion with your partner around you know, are they realistic or unrealistic? Because if we have unrealistic expectations, it will send us into a tailspin of resentment and not good things for the relationship. And expectations change, you know, they change in the short term of just like things that you guys are going through together. That's true. (laughs) And they change over the years, you know, that we have different expectations of our partners, you know, maybe early on in our relationship and they evolve and change. And I think really talking about these throughout the relationship, because like you said, during transitions, after having children, after children leave, like expectations change. And if we don't have this kind of baseline of how to talk about it, We just get kind of swept up in that unconscious, not knowing what the heck we need or what our relationship needs. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna be curious as we go through this, because as always, we kind of, you know, talk about it a little bit from like, you know, sort of a thousand foot view where we're gonna talk about the concept, but then we're gonna also go through this exercise and kind of share our own stuff around this, which I think is always useful. And one thing I'm super curious about is like, the sort of balance of managing expectations personally and managing expectations together yeah, and how those things kind of, you know, overlap and are, are sort of dependent upon each other in relationship. Yeah. And, and a lot of couples have said, thank you guys for like sometimes doing the exercises that we have at our at-home program or in-office program, because it kind of gives them like a modeling of how we have and facilitate our couples to talk about it because that's the most important thing, like having these discussions with your partner. And EJ and I really like to model like what it looks like and a lot of people appreciate that. So so what we're gonna do today is Tara and I are just gonna move through the first like third of those expectations and hopefully they create some thought-provoking questions for you at home and maybe some some points to engage with your partner. And the idea is, When you answer, EJ, I don't have to give any of my input, my feedback. It's really about being curious and heart with ears while your partner is sharing kind of what they're saying. Because if we kind of block it or be like, why would you think that? It's it's not going to go anywhere good. And for people who are maybe considering doing our our at-home program and Mm -hmm. we lead you through exercises just like this, the other thing is like sort of being aware that we might touch upon something together that sort of triggers one or the other person and that we have to sort of acknowledge that that could happen at the very beginning and Mm -hmm. Tara and I are looking each other in the eyes right now. Because people I'm sure have heard us get triggered with each other. Yeah, and so if one of us gets triggered, we're going to be aware of it and it's going to be okay to say like, hey, right now this is getting a little bit, you know, I'm feeling things strongly right now. Right. And and again, for listeners out there, if you have this expectation and it feels true, that's okay, right? Everyone is very different. 
It's just about being on the same page around that expectation. So. Yeah. So let's get on the same page, Tara. Okay. All right. Ready. Let's do so it. So the first expectation is my partner will meet all of my needs for companionship. I do not have that expectation. I'm sort of always evolving and trying to figure out which are the needs that I can depend upon you to meet, but I certainly do not expect you to meet all of my needs. I would say I am on the same page with you. I do not expect you to meet all of my needs for companionship because I'm a social person. I like to have my friend life and, you know, children life. So yes, I do not feel that I am needing you to meet all of my needs for companionship. And I think really breaking down that question of like, what are the needs of companionship? Like, what does that really mean? Well, and this is a definitely one where it evolves because there's almost this feeling at the beginning of your relationship where your partner is meeting all of your needs because you're just like, oh my God, I just want to be with this person mm -hmm. continually. Every time we're together, we have the best time. We're connected as friends. We're emotionally connected. We're sexually connected. Yeah. We're playing together. I, this person wants to know everything about me. But that does fade, and then some of those needs have to be met appropriately by other people, other things, other activities. Yeah, so the expectation is my partner will meet all of my needs for companionship. Yes or no, talk about it, go into depth. Okay. And we're on the same page here. Second expectation, there will not be hard times. <laughs> well, that's just like... I've definitely had couples answer like, no, relationships shouldn't be hard. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Let's, let me provide some psychoeducation on this piece of it. It's yeah. the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, th this for me as we answer this is just like directly applicable to like, it's been a tough year. You know, it's been a tough year. Tara's gone through a lot of health stuff and a lot of stuff where we're just like crazy busy and stuff. And so, I mean, my expectation is definitely not that there won't be tough times. I think that my expectation is just that we'll be tolerant of tough times and we'll do our best to work through them together. Yes. I, again, I've never had life not be hard for me for many reasons. And so I've never had that expectation that there will not be hard times. I just didn't know how regulated I had to become in relationship with an intimate partner when things do get hard. I have to do a lot of work to internally regulate my nervous system during trigger moments. Yeah. So. Well, and I think a big thing for us, and I think for a lot of couples, is learning how we respond to difficult times and we respond to them in different ways and figuring out how to get those things aligned. Yes. And so that is sort of my expectation is that we are working to figure out yeah, how, how to, to get... stay connected during difficult times. I like that. I would agree with that. Okay. So again, that one was, there will not be hard times. Talk about that with your partner because I assure you, I wish there wasn't going to be hard times, but there will be. Yeah. I love how that could open up to a deeper conversation though between you and your partner about like what are healthy expectations that we have of one another when we are going through a difficult time. I love that. Yes. Oh, that's like a whole another podcast yeah. episode. All right. The third one. This is a good are they one. Getting, are they getting a little tougher? These first two we, seem like softballs so far. Yeah. We will always be madly in love. Oh. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that. Like, oh. Oh, yeah. No, I do not have that expectation that we will always be madly in love. <laughs> yeah. Like, as you say that, that like makes me like 
I don't know, it makes me like a little sad when I think of that. I don't have the expectation that in every moment we are madly in love. Yeah, I think the word madly kind of throws me off, but it's that like intense, fiery, intense, like when we first got together. Yeah. I will say like kind of related to like the earlier questions in hard times, that even though some of our hard times, I feel like pulled apart, but then there seems to be this moment where I can come back to where I do feel like this very intense love. And may, and it's not maybe the intense love of early relationship that maybe is much more like biological mm-hmm. and like, but it's like, I really, really, really love this person and I care for her and I really want to be there for her, even though this is really freaking hard right now. Right, I, I don't have the expectation that we'll always be madly in love, but I do have this profound respect and love for you and our relationship and our family. And so, yes, we have like our little moments of like being madly in love. And then there's the moments of being like, oh my gosh, whew, this is a lot, but it's okay. Cause I still have that core foundation of like love and respect. Yeah. Okay, so again, that expectation, we will always be madly in love. Yes or no, talk to your partner about it. Yeah, and a great idea if you, you know, if you are just like following this and some of these questions are like interesting to you, you're like, God, I really wish I knew what my partner thought about this, is just jot this down because these are not like super intense questions, I don't think. I think these are more like thought-provoking, sort of like, approach your partner in a time where you're not activated and and really can help you generate some really thoughtful conversations between the two of you. Yes. And it's so funny because I, I remember I ordered these and like, oh, let's kind of start small and maybe even kind of funny, like, oh, come on, everyone knows that there's going to be hard times, but it's going to write. So as I share this next one, this is a significant expectation that many people have in their relationship that definitely is unrealistic. I know everyone's like, what is it? And we have to help couples. We've had to help ourselves through this one. And the expectation is this. So this is the fourth one. My partner should be able to know what I need without having to tell them. I'm going to say that one more time. My partner should be able to know what I need without having to tell them. I think this is a tough one. I mean, basically it's like my my partner should be a mind reader. They should know what I need and then meet that expectation without me having to say anything. And I think intellectually, most of us know that that's not possible. But this is like a very like heart and gut level one when you feel it. Like when you just need your partner to show up in a way, you know, that lifts you up or catches you or or whatever, is it to- Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details really hard to separate in the moment of need from your partner, the fact that you sort of do expect this. And so I know I can't expect this of you. Do I sometimes instinctually feel hurt because you don't do this? Definitely. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to answer. So Tara, how about you? So 
Uh, I mean, this is where I could go into full-on attachment theory, unmet needs from our caregivers when we were younger. So we just automatically want this person that we fell in love with to meet those freaking unmet needs. Again, that's a whole other podcast too. And so there is this like unconscious like desire, like, please, like I, I'm wounded. My inner child is wounded. All these things are wounded. So just one person in my life to just know what I need. But that's the thing. We get torn up. We get triggered. A lot of this stuff is from our family of origin. It's not even about our partner, but somehow we now project these unmet needs onto our partner. And that's when it just gets, it can blow up truly. And so what I have had to do, because I was very guilty of this, because I didn't even know all of the unmet needs I had until, right, our life got stressful and we fell in love and we had a family and all that good stuff. And so I had to really understand, like, how do I ask for what I need? And actually that that's okay. And the more clear I am with you, that you can have this opportunity to be like, no or yes. But like, I have a choice. I'm an adult now. I have a choice and I'm needing something and it's, I'm going to say, hey, hon, this is what I'm needing. It's about attunement. You always want to be attuned to your partner. And we get attuned with our partner better every day by being curious, by checking in with each other, right? And so attunement is key here because if I'm really attuned to you, I'm going to know what you're needing without you having to tell me some of the time, right? That's attunement, but it's different from I'm not a mind reader. Well, and the more you tell me what you need without assuming I'm just going to know, then I can resource that information in the future when you do need it. And hopefully, you know, and I, I definitely don't get it right all the time, but I'm getting it right, I think, more often because you've told me enough and I've screwed it up enough that I'm more quickly able to be like, oh, wait a minute, this is what she needs now. Yeah. And I can fight my own maybe impulsive defensiveness or withdrawal or whatever and just be like tuned into like, this is what she told me she needs. I got to figure out a way to get there. And there's also something to say about it feels so freeing when you're just like, oh, I'm just going to ask for what I need. And then like, if he says no, like, at least I was able to ask for it. Like, it feels very empowering instead of like, is he going to know that I need this today? Like, and I'm waiting for you. And I'm like making that little checklist of like, hmm, I wonder if he's going to do it. Like, so much energy is spent on just wondering, assuming, expecting our partner will know instead of just being like, hey, EJ, it would be really important to me if you could be super patient today yeah. because blah, blah, blah. What does that look like? It looks like, I don't know, I need lots of hugs today. It looks like I need you to come close to me, whatever it might be. Yeah. I'm not feeling good today. Can you like super baby me? I want to be pampered. <laughs> <laughs> so again, the expectation is my partner should be able to know what I need without having to tell them. Obviously, it's a juicy one. Um, you can spend so much time on this and it's important. Yeah. Okay. This isn't, I mean, these are all amazing, right? All food for thought. But the next expectation, the fifth one I have down here is time will resolve any problems we may have. That's an interesting one because, I mean, there is a, I can't say yes or no on that one because I think like with time and intentionality, my hope is we can solve all problems. But I can't just depend because this has the potential, I think, to be like 
sweep it under the rug. Like if, yes. if I just like, if we just don't address this, everything will settle back to its baseline and everything will be okay. And that's poisonous to a relationship because then we, we did a social media post about this a long time ago and it was like stuffing everything under the rug, including like our daughter and, you know, and then What's suddenly the there's this giant pile of stuff under the rug. <laughs> right. I'm just doing those. Yeah. Yeah. And so, no, we can't just assume that time is going to heal all wounds, but with time, intentionality, focusing on what I can control, which is my own stuff, then then I, I hope so. I would say I feel the same way. Um, we're on the same page here that with time, things start to feel better. Like I'm thinking in particular around infidelity. You can't just come in and in three months, like it's going to be over. It it takes time, but with intentionality and the couples working through it and the pain and the hurt from it and the surprise of it and the shock of it, it takes time, but they're being intentional around healing. And so if they never ever went to counseling or tried to understand the infidelity and time passed, it's not going to go away. It's going to stay stuck. But with them kind of putting it out there, externalizing it and trying to understand why it happened, how it happened, and the impact of it, over time, we've seen hundreds of couples heal through it. Yeah. You know, and I also think that like this whole time and intentionality is like, I mean, we could do a whole episode on that because that can be breaking down into the short term and the long term, right? You were speaking a little bit about the long term when there's like a major thing you go through in your relationship and it's going to take some time to work through it. And there's going to be many, you know, feelings that you're going to have to work through with your partner, right? But then there's also the time and intentionality in the short term of like when there's a activating moment in your relationship and you take time in the short term to stabilize, to use your code word, to walk away, to take a few different breaths, to look at your part of it that you get back into. We've talked about the window of tolerance, that both individuals are back into the window of tolerance so that you can move forward and then solve the problem. And so in the short term, time and intentionality is like, hey, we can restabilize and solve smaller problems together. We can get through smaller difficult moments. And then there's the time and intentionality of like, wow, this is a big thing we have to heal from. Maybe it's grief, maybe it's betrayal, you know, maybe it's just being not on the same page for an extended amount of time. But I think that time and intentionality thing is like super important. Right. And so I, I'm I'm loving this podcast and I'm loving that we're kind of breaking it into three different parts of it because again, we've identified through the work with couples in our own relationship about 14 expectations that can feel unrealistic that can do harm and damage to the relationship. And so if we can identify what those are and talk to our partner about them, then we just have a chance that we're going to be on the same page and we're not going to grow resentment and anger towards our partner. We just have that chance of having a much more successful relationship. And so, yes, I love that we're doing this into like a little three-part series because it is a lot. And, and I think like, you know, I just, I hope people are hearing out there like, 
you know, this is like a really wonderful discussion that Tara and I are having. And and like, I've really like, I've made eye contact with her mm-hmm. throughout, which doesn't happen all the time in the midst of our busy lives. And having these type of conversations facilitate deeper connection, right? And that's what you want in your relationship is you want that cable that's between you and your partner mm-hmm. to be there. And they and it, it's only made through having conversations like this. And and so, you know, we're definitely giving you a little bit of a taste here of some of the work we do with couples. If this is something that you're like, wow, this is like, this is, this is going to be helpful. This is going to be something that really improves our relationship. Then we have our relationship renovation at home course, which takes you through weeks of having these types of conversations. And they're sequential mm-hmm. where you move through smaller things, moving towards bigger things where you're gaining information about each other that's resourced later on. So I really encourage, there's a there's a free sample on our website of the course that you could download, has videos, has, has lessons that you do with your partner. It's Relationship Renovation at Home and it's on our website, uh, relationshiprenovation.com. Okay, so we are gonna move in then to part two of it, but we will plug in these expectations into the show notes. But they were, the first one was my partner will meet all of my needs for companionship. Second, there will not be hard times. Third, we will always be madly in love. Fourth, my partner should be able to know what I need without having to tell them. And the fifth one, time will resolve any problems we may have. Take those, talk to your partner about them today, even just one, and see what happens from that uh, conversation. Absolutely. And as always, it's, uh, you know, we really appreciate when you leave us a review, uh, when you just tell a friend about our podcast. We know that this podcast has helped a ton of people. And the more we spread it, the more we get more people within our community, it just makes our relationship better, our family better, our community better. So please spread the word and let's become better partners to each other, have more healthy relationships together. We love love. We love love. All right. As always, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Your relationship deserves amazingness. Bye-bye. Bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you. Listening to the rain, me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.